Hey everyone, Bill Giannone back with another Crustcast. Today is part two in our series entitled Living in the Gray. In part one, we went over the whole concept of living in the gray, and we talked about the problems and issues in our industry as it relates to paying out plumber referrals. So I advise you, before you listen to this one, if you haven't caught up on part one of the Crestcast entitled Living in the Gray Plumber Referrals, make sure you read, you know, look up that one and uh, do yourself a favor and listen to that one first. It'll give you a little bit of background on what we're going to do here today. Anyway, if you've already heard that one and you're back here, that's terrific. Today, we're going to talk about, I think, I called the plumber referral issue the number one problem about living in the gray in our industry. I think this might be 1A, and it's the concept of not collecting deductibles or crediting back the deductible. You know, a lot of us are very, very savvy with the way we operate our businesses, and we are pretty good about knowing the S-500 and knowing what we can and can't get away with there and following things to the letter of the law and being very strict about how we operate our business. But sometimes we get a little too cute. And what I mean by too cute is we think that a really effective way of closing the deal for a client, especially a client in a company like some of the companies I work with, who provides full services. If it's a client that you're going to be doing not only the water mitigation, but you're also going to be doing the repairs. A very common thing that the owner will do to entice that homeowner or client to sign up with you for the full, full service effect of the project is to say to the homeowner, you know what? I'll waive your deductible. What is it? Two grand and this whole project can be 30, 40 grand. I'll waive your deductible. No big deal. That's been going on in our industry for 20 years. It's been going on in the roofing industry forever. That's the main pitch that roofers have been doing for 20 years, whether it's at or right after a cat, or if it's just your neighborhood guys driving around, taking looks at the tops of roofs, they'll ring the bell and they'll say, Hey, how would you like a roof for free? What they're saying there is you don't have to pay your deductible and I'll work it out with your insurance company that they're going to give you a free roof. Very enticing. Sounds great. Guess what, guys? It's illegal. In at least 35 states in this country, not collecting a deductible or crediting back a deductible is illegal. Yes, I said it. It's illegal. Now, I just had this huge back and forth on one of the Facebook chat rooms, and I care not to get into it too much, but I was called all sorts of names and told by people in the industry, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, of course, I know the law, and I've done my research, but I went back and did even more research. And a simple Google search using the term, is it illegal to give back a deductible, or is it illegal for a contractor? to refund the deductible, that little simple search gave me links to 10 states where the answer was no in all of those 10 states with links to their own websites, their own state websites 
showing the actual law that was passed in that state. Now, granted, I'll give people the benefit of the doubt that they don't realize that most of these laws have been passed in the last three or four years. So if you've been in the industry for 20 years and it's been a practice of yours to do that, I'll give you that. I'll say maybe you didn't get the notice or you weren't aware that the laws are changing. But I'm telling here to tell you now, it's at least 35 states. York State, if they don't have laws in place, it's either coming or they are the wild exception. Some of the most contractor-friendly states like Texas also have these laws. Some of the most contractor restrictive states like Florida have these laws. And then a whole bunch of states in between that could go either way have these laws. My simple search not only found Texas and Florida, it found Georgia, Louisiana, Colorado, Missouri, Oklahoma, Illinois, Indiana, and New York. Liberal states, conservative states, pro-homeowner states, pro-business states. It doesn't matter. That's a really big cross-section, different geographic areas of the country. It's not hit or miss. This is coming everywhere, and if it hasn't gotten to your state already, it will. It is illegal to credit back or induce the homeowner to sign your contract with the promise of no deductible. Let me briefly explain how and why this takes place. 20 years ago, insurance policies were written differently than they are now. They were written out mostly that the insurance company would come out and establish a value that they were willing to pay for a claim. The homeowner then had the right to basically do whatever they wanted with that money, short of not fixing the problem. Now, in some policies, they had the right to just take the cash and never fix the work. The insurance policy was kind of an indemnification policy for the damage. There was no obligation on the right of the homeowner to fix the damage. That was totally up to them. Well, insurance companies have gotten wise over the years. And one of the things that they've done is they've changed the way that policies are written. Policies aren't written that way anymore, where the insurance company blindly gives you a check based on the value that they perceive the damage will cost. They do what's called an RCV limitation. RCV stands for recoverable cash value. Let me explain what that means. There's damage to a house. The damage to the house is X number of dollars, but it's undetermined right now. In the old days, the insurance company would come out, determine that on their own, give you a check. Now, the insurance company asks the homeowner, to get the work quoted, or in the case of emergency services, to get the work done. Then the homeowner is responsible to submit the invoice or the estimate as what is known as an incurred cost. The insurance company changed the policy from being an indemnification policy to what we call a reimbursement policy. Homeowners get money now back for reimbursement of fair and reasonable incurred costs. But in every policy, there's also another caveat. The fair and reasonable incurred cost number that comes out, the check gets issued in every case minus the deductible amount. Every policy has a deductible as well. That's to make sure the homeowner has skin in the game. If the homeowner had a zero deductible policy, the entire risk for a loss is on the insurance company. There's no guarantee that the homeowner is going to take 
great care to avoid problems happening in the home. That doesn't mean problems can't happen like broken pipes and stuff, but it requires the homeowner to have some skin in the game. They're less likely to call and file a claim on a tiny little thing they could clean up themselves if their deductible is $250, $2,000, or even $20,000. So the insurance company calls that deductible portion an integral part of the policy, and it's a requirement by law to be included as part of the claim. So when a homeowner files a claim, they are saying two things. They're saying, I will give you the information on the amount of money it's costing me to fix this, and I'm also promising to pay the deductible because I'm obligated to do that under my contract, which is an insurance policy. Anytime we as contractors assist the homeowner, whether or not we suggest it, if we assist the homeowner in avoiding paying the deductible, it could be innocent and they could ask us the question. We could say, yeah, no, no problem. That's not a, not a big deal. When we do that, we are co-conspirators in insurance fraud. I know you're sitting there saying, oh, come on, Billy. That's not a case that nobody gets prosecuted for that. That's not a big deal. Guys, this is a big deal. The FBI estimates that insurance fraud costs the industry $40 billion a year. Who pays that $40 billion? Not the insurance companies. They don't lose money. They recoup that money in higher premiums. So we as policyholders, homeowners, we're the ones paying that $40 billion. So governments without exception from state to state are starting to crack down on this because they're getting more heat about policy prices and policy restrictions from people who are their residents. So they have to find ways to make sure that they can try to help out the homeowners. One of the best ways to help out the homeowners is to go after fraud. Most homeowners don't understand that it's illegal to ask for and get a kickback of their deductible. But it's your obligation as the contractor to know that. This is a big, big thing, guys. There is no quote-unquote way around it. There are solutions if you truly want to give the homeowner their deductible back, but those solutions are not how we're doing it, by just not collecting it. That's illegal. If at any point in time, money the insurance company issues does not end up in your books as revenue, you're committing insurance fraud. Let me give you the ways that we can avoid it. Your bill's $10,000. The homeowner has a $1,000 deductible. The things you cannot do is you cannot collect $9,000 and not collect $10,000. You need to get the check from the insurance company for nine, and you need to get the $1,000 from the homeowner. Or you need to get nine uh, your, your, the $1,000 deductible, the $9,000 from the insurance company, or if you think you want to give them back the deductible, you have to write it up as some sort of credit, fast pay discount, uh, referral credit, marketing credit. Maybe they put your, your uh, lawn sign out on their lawn, okay? If you do that, though, that credit has to show up on your books as a credit and a payment to the homeowner. So the $1,000 now by law, you have to give the homeowner a 1099 for paying them for that additional service. 
If you discount your price, and if it's in your contract that you're going to give them a discounted price, the homeowner does not get to keep that money. The insurance company gets to keep that money because their policy says incurred cost. If the homeowner's total incurred cost is $9,000 because you took eight and the one or nine and zero, then the insurance company is entitled to that $1,000 back, not the homeowner. If you want to make sure the homeowner gets it, you have to gift it back to them, which would incur a separate transaction. It would incur you to take all 10 in, give them back something, but that something you're giving them back has to be recorded as a transaction. You can't just say, don't worry about it. Give me nine and we'll call it even. That's illegal, guys. That's absolutely illegal. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. If you have any questions at all about this gray area, please let me know. Drop me a line. I'm bill at thecrestnetwork.com. It's very, very important that you guys understand we're not playing games here when it comes to breaking the law. There is no living in the gray when it comes to what's legal and what's not legal. I want to make sure you understand that. And like I did with the plumbers, I talked about solutions. I talked about realities. And then I talked about some things you have to avoid, even though it seems like it's no big deal. No big deal becomes a really big deal when you get caught. You know, running running a red light's no big deal if nobody catches you, right? Well, it is a big deal because regardless, you're still running the risk of putting yourself and others at risk. And number two, you're creating that sense within your industry that rules really don't matter. So your company operates in the gray, which means you take shortcuts. If you're willing to take a shortcut to do that for your client, you're not doing that because you're a great guy. You're doing that because you're still making the money somewhere else. So you're either jacking up your quote, jacking up your invoice, or you're cutting the quality of the service. In any event, try to avoid being that company. Okay, guys? I really appreciate your time on all of this. I appreciate you listening to me. We're going to have one more in this three-part program, Living in the Gray, and that's going to be coming up in the next couple of days. On behalf of everyone at the Crest Network, my name is Bill Giannone. Thanks again for joining us, and I really appreciate your support, and I look forward to talking to you on the next Crestcast. Bye-bye.